Ladies and gents, we have a lot to talk about today. I hope you are ready. Grab a snack, grab a drink, and just sit and listen because we have so much to talk about. There is literally so much news that I don't even know where to begin with. So, get ready. Grab your drinks and your snack. This is going to be long. Okay, where do I begin with? Uh, well, Splitgate's beta um, is indefinitely available for everyone to play, so if you haven't played this amazing title, do yourself a favor and play this. This is absolutely fantastic. It feels like Halo being mixed with Portal. And it's just amazing, and it's in beta. So, it's weird how good this game is and how good it will be. I don't know if this game has single player, but... I just, you know, I, I just see that the multiplayer is so good that it doesn't even need a single player. If they can make a good single player, hell, why not? But if it doesn't, who cares? Also, on that kind of news, there was a game announced, and I'm not gonna cover it, unfortunately, because you know why. I'm not like most people saying that, yeah, I'm not gonna cover this, I am angry, and then do it anyways. Sorry. I'm not gonna cover that specific game, which I'm sure all of you know which it is. So I'm not gonna give any information regardless. So we skip that apparently awesome game. What's wrong with you people, really? <laughs> At least if you say that you're not gonna support the company or the game, be a man and not really do it. Or just simply say that, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it and I'm just pretending. That is much more accurate. So, sorry. Anyways, onto the better kind of news, Black Myth Wukong, a game that is being developed by a Chinese company and Chinese developer, was said to be a scam and a, you know, fake game, it's not gonna happen, but they gave a 15 minute demo, gameplay demo of the game, and it looks fabulous. I cannot believe that we, we have to wait at least two years before this game comes out, because it looks astonishingly great. I mean... I haven't really read Journey to the West and right now I'm actually super excited to read because I don't know how accurate this is to the book but people are saying that it's super accurate to the culture at least and I'm really curious to see how accurate this is. It gives me a serious Sekiro vibe. Not as in the gameplay but rather the feel, the atmosphere, the environment because Sekiro was actually very much close to the Japanese culture I believe. And it really made me feel like I'm a Japanese samurai. And it looks fantastic. If you haven't watched this demo, go and watch it. The game is being developed on Unreal Engine 5. And it will support 4K, 60 frames. And of course, ray tracing. They didn't state that the ray tracing would be with the 4K 60. But apparently it's going to use NVIDIA DLSS. I don't know if it's all possible to be at the same time. But with DLSS, as we all know... It helps to uh, recreate the 4K image from a lower resolution and sometimes it actually looks way better than native. On some games it actually does. 
and with that it will be it will have less impact on the GPU so that you can easily get 60 or even more and if the game manages to actually do it with the help of Unreal Engine 5 then maybe it's not out of realm of possibility to say that yes 4k 60 with ray tracing and at the same time I don't think that the game is going to use a lot of ray tracing I don't know global illumination probably it will it's a must but for actual reflections I don't think so I don't think it needs it at all places especially at boss fights it's just a waste of resource so it depends I think they would be wise to use it at certain places to make it look fantastic but overall the game really looks amazing if you haven't watched the trailer do your eyes a favor and watch it it is just fabulous speaking of samurais Ghost of Tsushima director's cut finally dropped and the reviews are astonishingly great so far the score on Metacritic is 87 compared to 83 of the original now comparatively Digital Foundry actually went ahead and started to compare to the backwards compatible version which did receive an update uh, but it was 1800p running at 60 frames fixed 60 frames and they um, compared it to the native version so here are the differences they managed to scoop up apparently if you go with resolution mode uh, it will be native 4k and at most times it will be 60 frames per second this is great news because honestly I didn't think it would be you know almost all the time 60 there are a couple of instances where it drops but they said if you don't want it to drop you can go to the performance which is 1800p but fixed 60. At this point I think the Sucker Punch should talk to Insomniac maybe they will help them to keep it 60 and remove performance mode altogether. Because if it is 60 frames most of the time then that's pretty awesome. They don't really need to even introduce a performance mode but rather work on that resolution mode to make it the default one altogether. Also they um, said that the game um, shows much more draw distances compared to the PS4 version at the same time they said there are some textures which are a little bit more high quality and some of them are not that high quality unfortunately but they said that overall it doesn't seem to have a very um, big overhaul in graphics department or visual fidelity it's understandable but I think the most exciting thing for people who probably didn't play Ghost of Tsushima or played on their PS4 and now are going to PS5 is probably that native 4K 60 frames per second. That's going to be jaw-dropping. Seriously, it's amazing. And it just goes to show you that if we move on more and more into the generation, we will probably see 4K 60 become a norm and we no longer have to worry about performance or things like that, but just rather worry about you know, one more mode, which is the 120 FPS, the other being 4K 60. Of course, this will be possible if AMD delivers their super resolution or super FX, I'm not sure what's the name of their DLSS solution, but if they deliver that on all consoles immediately and as soon as possible, I know that some PS5 games are actually using that technology, but if it's more widespread, it'll become the norm. And trust me, I don't want to see native 4K all around because it's a waste of resources. But if they are capable of using it and reaching it with that technology, like super FX or resolution, whatever it's called, this would be revolutionary because not only do we get a very good picture quality that sometimes it's even better than native 4k 
do yourself a favor and go watch some YouTube reviews of DLSS on NVIDIA because sometimes, yes, it really looks better than native 4K. It uses less resources and at the same time gives you way more FPS. So if they do that, then that becomes the norm. So that's also for Ghost of Tsushima. As for the, um, you know, the things that it has with DualSense, people are reporting that, yes, the adaptive triggers are pretty cool, awesome, nice. But at the same time, um, the haptics are something that's really, really, really cool. So people are really excited for it. They say the haptics are actually awesome, especially when you, you know, I don't know, create an explosion or play with the kittens and the cats and the monkeys, everything. Everything has this feeling in the game. Is it as amazing as Astrobot? Nobody said anything. That kind of, nobody said that kind of a praise. So no, but maybe it'll be great. So I haven't played it, but if you have, please tell me in the voice messages. The link is there at the end of the description of the episode. If you have an opinion on Ghost of Tsushima, please tell me. I can put it on the next episode and see um, how different it is with the PS4 version. Now let's move on to the next news. Tom Henderson, a formidable leaker of sorts, has said that the GTA Remastered Trilogy um, is going to come pretty soon but not as soon as you might think which we were led to believe you would be at the end of the year but he said that basically everything he has read about the leaks are basically true but he says the time frame is not as soon as you might think it is coming but not that soon he said that it's going to be 2022 he didn't specify exactly how soon in 2022 but i don't know let's hope that it's maybe early 2022 at the same time he said something that was really weird he said that apparently the remaster trilogy was going to be offered as a pre-order bonus for gta 5 enhanced expanded and enhanced edition whatever the name is ene let's call it that apparently it was going to be offered as a pre-order bonus unfortunately it wasn't because well it's rockstar and maybe because the games are actually much much further away than that gta v release so Makes sense. If it is going to be released in January, that's a three-month difference. So maybe that's why they removed it. But at the same time, just simply send it. Who gives a crap? I mean, really, who cares? Like, I, I don't care. Just just put it in. I would definitely pre-order it. But the point is, I'm not going to really pay 70 bucks for it. And that's probably how much it's going to cost. So 70 bucks. And if we are being fair, let's say that... The remaster trilogy was gonna cost 40 bucks and we still don't know how good the remaster trilogy is gonna even look gameplay wise those games were really good of course they needed a lot of improvement especially if we're gonna play it today serious improvements like whenever i think about the helicopter in vice city or the mini helicopter that you flew in san andreas oh my god even the driving in those games yeah definitely need a lot of improvements but if it was worth it, I would say that maybe 40 bucks would be a fair price for all of them together. So that would mean that you have to pay 30 bucks for GTA Enhanced. Still way too much. We already bought the damn game, but we don't know what that Enhanced uh, thing is. So that's it. We honestly don't know anything about this, but I hope that we get more information so that people can get an informed decision. But still, all of this so far is hearsay. We don't even know if this is happening. But I am excited for the remastered trilogy. I would definitely buy that. And I hope it looks good. 
But as for ugh, expanded and enhanced, whatever the name is, 70 bucks, which would probably be the price, especially with the new pricing. Yeah, no, no, definitely no. Not gonna pay that. I'm gonna wait on that. <laughs> At the same time, PS5's mysterious abandoned is will be apparently free for those who purchased the previous game from Blue Box. The previous game from Blue Box, Blue Box, sorry, was never ever released. All it ever got was some stupid, I don't know, demo or early access. Actually, an early access on Steam, which was awful. I think it was called The Haunted or something. The game looked awful, played awful, people gave it overwhelmingly neg negative reviews. Nobody liked this crap. Nobody. And yet they're saying, if you own this, if you can prove that you have ownership of this game, then we will give you Abandon for free. Dude! First of all, release the damn haunted game, then move on to Abandon. So far, unfortunately for Hassan Kahraman, we have not seen anything else regarding the game. And people are getting really tired of his shenanigans up to the point that now they are saying that this is a scam. Now let me elaborate on that very quickly because I've been talking about this on Twitter. Uh, I saw somebody talk about this on Reddit. They did some um, investigation. They talked about how the Netherlands government will give you funding if you could prove you are making a video game. The proof of video game, however, is very simple. First of all, they didn't you know, basically spend any money on making the trailer or this teaser, anything, nothing. All they did was use free assets from the Unreal Engine, uh, Unreal Store. Um, they used all free assets. Even the trees were free. Then they used the copyright-free music to create the um, supposed trailer that was supposed to come with the app. They never showed an app. And it was all free. So obviously the app is free and giving out an application that is used for trailers is actually pretty much more easier than creating a demo on PlayStation because that would require a lot of work and manpower and so far we don't even know if Blue Box has employees Hassan says that yes there are employees but where the hell are they he says that they don't want to be known why I mean I know fans are crazy but why I mean at least you can say how many there are and so yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird that he says that and we don't know. We absolutely don't know uh, What's he's doing but yes giving an app like that is very easy creating hype Around the game that doesn't even exist is much easier Do you guys know about this? I don't know uh, Another Twitter page who posts some things that look like Silent Hill without even saying anything people are assuming this is Silent Hill so obviously, yeah, it's not that hard to create hype. It seems it's not really that hard. I can right now create an account on Twitter and, I don't know, start posting cryptic stuff related to Silent Hills and say that, yes, guys, I am Silent Hills. Follow me. It can happen. So yeah, they did that and they used us. People, when they say, why is it a scam? We didn't pay a thing. You did not pay a thing. You were never supposed to. Obviously. But... Well, the thing is that you were never supposed to pay, but the government of Netherlands was. They provided proof. They provided that, yes, there is hype around their supposed game. I don't think that they would go that far into Twitter comments to actually see if this is really happening or not. They provided proof. If they get the funding, they're going to disappear. 
Also, David Jeffy believes that it's very difficult to get a hold of Unreal Engine 5 for an indie studio and have 10 studios working with them. Some people actually contacted the studio that they said they are working with to see how easy it is to get them to work with someone. It seems it's actually not that hard. But the thing is, David Jeffy believes that this is Kojima. Because he says that it's impossible for an indie to get their hands on Unreal Engine 5 and also have studios working with them. I say that no, this is definitely not Kojima, but rather a scam. He's lying. The reason he's lying is that when you see his uh, interviews, he's always saying a different thing. At first he said this was a horror game. And that was how it was introduced in PlayStation Blog. Then he came out and said that, no, this is a survival game. The title is Survival. We thought people would guess Survival. Then he comes out and says, no, it's tactical. What? Then he comes out and says that, no, this is a tactical survival action. And it has elements of horror. Hasn't make up your mind. Are you playing with us? Are you toying with us? Or do you have no freaking clue about your fake game? This is a fake game. Don't even think about it. Absolutely fake game. I will bet, I don't know, 20 bucks PSN on this is a fake game. I already posted that on my Twitter. I said that and somebody replied and said, bet. All right, bet. 20 bucks. This is fake. Ah, moving away from Blue Box, there is a um, new figure of Alcina Dimitrescu that is being made by CP Studio and it looks way too... How do I even put this? Alluring? It looks way too good. It doesn't even look like Elsina. I mean, she looks way too kawaii. But it's way too... Well, I don't know. It's weird for a figure of her to look this... I'm just gonna come out and say that it looks that sexy. It's... I don't know why they even create this. What was the point of... Why does it even look like that? Seriously. Don't know why they made it, but good for them. Also, also, uh, Kazuma Kiryu is gonna come really soon to Super Monkey Ball from Sega. So we have Sonic, we have Tails, we have another Sega character, and now Kazuma Kiryu. Pretty awesome. I don't know if the game is released or not. I don't think it's released, but from the announcement till now, we're getting so many characters. At this point, this is a celebration of Sega, as somebody said on Twitter. Rather than the celebration of Super Monkey Ball. Also, we had Pokemon Presents. And my god, everything was so cool. So there's a lot here to unpack. So I'm going to go through it a little bit quickly. I hope that's good for you guys. Pokemon Unite was apparently released on Switch. It was kind of a MOBA um, Pokemon game. And it looked really good. Many people loved it. However, right now... The game is gonna come to the smartphones, so iPhone and Android are on the list, and now it's pre-registration. So now you can actually pre-registrate, register, sorry, and um, uh, you can, if you get to two and a half million pre-registrations, you can get um, Pikachu, and if you get to five million, you get special festival-style Pikachu Hollow War. So we, uh, apparently it's coming to mobile on September 22nd. And coming to Pokemon Unite in future updates, we have Mamoswine and Sylveon, two characters that are coming. 
Pokemon Cafe is now Pokemon Cafe Remix. They did a revamp, they refreshed puzzles with new elements, new Pokemon, and dress up options, and it's gonna come this fall. Also, we had a new look at um, the two remakes of Diamond and Pearl, and it looks really good. I don't know why people have a problem with the chibi style, but it looks really, really good. It looks better than what we had seen, and now apparently it features customization. The gameplay features have been added. They are now Grand Underground. Um, apparently has been overhauled. Um, Nibel says that it's about hideaways and designing your room, etc. Customizing your Pokeballs. Wow, didn't know that. That's actually pretty cool. Customize your trainer. Wow. Super Contest Shows. It's a rhythm game. Union Room. Online local gameplay and following Pokemon. Huh. Anyways, we also have... Um, a new, well, BDSP, like, you know, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, uh, Nintendo Switch Lite revealed. So they have um, a new theme for that, and that's pretty cool. So, Nibel, thank you for always providing us with so much information right at our fingertips. This guy is great. If you haven't followed him, go to Twitter and follow Nibelian. Sorry, Nibelian. is <laughs> awesome. He posts so many things. Pokemon Legends was up next, and... Pokemon Legends Arceus was shown and some cute Pokemon were shown. We saw the Hussein, I think. Hussein region's um, new Pokemon, which was the Growlithe type, but Growlithe looked really cool. If you haven't seen the screens or the trailer, go watch it. And this game looks absolutely fantastic. It seems that the trainer can actually fight Pokemon. <laughs> Why? Go watch the trailer, it's so cool. You can ride your Pokemon, fly with them, ride them, go into the water. This game looks amazing. I don't care if people are going to compare it to Legend of Zelda and say that, yeah, this looks a lot like the last Zelda game. Guys, come on. Both of them, first of all, are under Nintendo. Second of all, yeah, games take inspiration from each other. Why is that a bad thing? What do you think is bad? Please go look at Growlithe. It looks so cute. Some details of Pokemon Arce Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, it says that the catching Pokemon in the game world by fighting them and using the environment to your advantage. So basically, you have to fight them if you don't have a Pokemon at your hand. And that's kind of creepy because at, at one point in the trailer, you're fighting a bear Pokemon. I forget the name of that Pokemon. Combat has a turn queue and different fighting styles, strong and agile. And there are new regional forms, which Growlithe is one of them. And apparently, um, this... Am I even saying the name of the region right? Because I think I remembered the name instead of seeing it. So let me... Yes, he... Sorry. Hisuian. Hisuian. Hisuian Growlithe <laughs> looks really cute. <laughs> I can't wait to see his evolution because I, I think that it would be all floof. It looks so cool. Go for it. I mean, if you, if you are on the fence for buying this game, why? <laughs> Look at how cute he looks. So there, yeah, that's Growlithe. It looks so awesome. Continuing, uh, Outriders has been a topic of controversy, unfortunately. It seems that the Outriders developers did not really get to know how much units did they sell of their game and how much profit did they make. And we know that the game had 3.5 million launch players. We don't know how many of them stood around, you know, stuck around and stuck around and basically bought the game or spent money on. We have no idea, 
But I said in my um, demo impression, that I think it's actually there in one of the episodes. It was not really that good of a game. People liked it. Some people, and good for them. If you like it, good for you. But unfortunately, I didn't really like it, and I'm not surprised that the game wasn't really that well received overall by the players as well. However, it's weird to me that the developers don't know how much they sold, and Square apparently didn't tell them, didn't care enough to say how much the game sell. So, what the hell? However, people have taken this to say that, yeah, this is because of Game Pass. It came on Game Pass, the game didn't sell anything, it's because, you know, the game was free. Look, if the game was really good, regardless of being free, people would spend money on that game. So, I don't think that's Game Pass's fault. This game was not that good, Square knew this, and they gave it a chance by putting it on Game Pass. Put it for free. This happens. I mean, look at some of the games that are on PlayStation Now and the other ones. I mean, technically, these games never had a chance, so they were given out to these um, services. So you could play them and enjoy them. And if you want it, spend money on them. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. I want to look at it, it's weird. Like, the Olympic game that was made by Sega. I played it, I platinumed that game thing. I don't think it had microtransactions. How do they make money? No idea. But anyways, um, it was a topic of a controversy and people going out and say that, wow, this sucks. I'm, well, you know, with I'm on no one's side on this because I think that everybody's wrong. It doesn't make any sense to blame Game Pass or any other service because, you know, these games are getting their chances in the spotlight. So, it's not a bad thing. So, now let's move on to some more exciting news. QuakeCon was happening yesterday. And <laughs> where do we even begin of how disappointing this whole thing was? First of all, we had news that Quake has been raided by ESRB for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S. When it got revealed, I was ready to shout of happiness. But what I saw was, holy shit, really? <laughs> so the Quake has been just technically remastered, not even remade, just, just remastered. The game has been remastered and put on PlayStation and xbox stores um and the pricing for at least uh, the uh, playstation was 10 bucks however if you own game pass quake quake 2 and quake Ar quake arena will be free yep so if you haven't played those games well if you have game pass you can play them and if you want you can play it on playstation for 10 bucks and that's only quake 1 unfortunately i didn't see quake 2 or anything like that but um i don't know if they're even coming to playstation i don't think they are at least not right now i mean there should be a perk to having a game pass aside from the free games you get more games so yeah i didn't see them yet there there yet but maybe not really sure um but if you haven't really played them, I know they look old. They have the ability to go 4K widescreen and 120 FPS. Look, all of that. The game still looks really old. But if you haven't played and if you are the kind of guy who would play old games, 
give Quake a chance so that maybe, maybe, we'll see a new Quake game. Because Quake deserves the chance to come back. And I was super excited. But... It never happened. And it sucks. I really wanted to see this game. And honestly... Why? Shit! I really wanted to see it. This game really deserves a sequel, remake, reboot, whatever. Just make it. Quake was awesome. Really awesome. But, uh, unfortunately, that's it. We're not going to see it. So, yeah. However, Quake 1, 2, and Arena is available on Game Pass for free. Give it a play. Show that you support this game. Show that you like this game. I really want to see another one. Anyways, also being um, announced on the QuakeCon, um, it was none other than... <laughs> this is just stupid. I don't know, I have, have to even read this. Because it's real. Oi. Get yourselves ready. Because if you're drinking, first of all, drink it, then I tell you, because you can spit it out. But believe it or not, for the nth time, we're getting Skyrim. Oy. So 2011 sees the release of Skyrim. Then we have Skyrim Collectors, which had Skyrim and some other um, Elder Scrolls. I think it was Oblivion, Morrowind, and another Elder Scrolls packed into one. Then we had Special Edition, which was on PS4. Then we had VR version. Then we had Alexa version. <sighs> now we have Anniversary Edition. Because of the 10-year anniversary of Skyrim, we're now seeing the re-release again. For the nth time. Actually, for the 12th time. Uh, anniversary Edition. So what's different, you might ask? Well, <laughs> here's what's different. It includes 500 unique pieces of content from Creation Club. It includes free items from Creation Club and, of course, paid items. These include quests, dungeons, bosses, weapons, spells, and more. However, you're also getting a free fishing mod in the game. Fishing. Yeah. You're buying the game again for fishing. You also get the Dragonborn DLC, which was the DLC that basically... You know, you could ride dragons. Yeah. But I'm going to read the official statement here. With this official add-on for the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim journey off the coast of Morrowind to the island of Solzheim. Encounter new towns, dungeons, and quests as you traverse the ashways and glacial valleys of this new land. Become more powerful with shouts that bend the will of your enemies and even tame dragons. That was the main attraction of this DLC back then. And you couldn't do much. You just wrote. That was it. Not much more. Pretty disappointing, honestly. I hope there's a mod to fix that. Your fate and the fate of Solzheim hangs in the balance as you face off against your deadliest adversary. The first Dragonborn. The Vakin. Look, I played Dragonborn. The DLC was actually good. The, the quest was actually pretty nice. And... I didn't even know we were facing the first dragon. There was no indication of that, at least from what I remember. We just, everyone was just excited about riding dragons. And riding dragon part was really disappointing, but the quest line was actually, well, pretty good. Um, so, 
Dawnguard. The Vampire Lord Harkin has returned to the power by using the Elder Scrolls. He seeks to do the ultimate unthinkable. To end the sun itself. What an idiot. Will you join the Ancient Order of the Dawnguard and stop him or you will become a Vampire Lord? In Dawnguard, the ultimate choice will be yours. Hearthfire. Hearth. Is that Hearthfire? Hearthfire. With this official add-on to the Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, you can purchase and purchase land and build your own home. <laughs> from the ground up, from a single one-room cottage to a sprawling... Shut up. Oh, boy. You can adopt children as well. Let me just... So, the thing is, nothing's new. All of this was available in Special Edition. The only thing is the Creation Club, which is... Well, none of them are free. Most of them are not free. You have to pay. So, only the fishing is free. I can't imagine somebody buying this again just for fishing. I'm not sure. They, they were kind of vague about whether or not this is free upgrade for special edition or paid upgrade. But if it is paid, I will kick their ass. I will not pay to play fishing. However... If you buy the Anniversary Edition, you get access to the next-gen version, which includes PS5 and Series X and S. Yay. Eh. You know, Bethesda, kill this game. This is way too much. This is worse than Resident Evil 4. That game was released on 11 different systems. 11. This is 12. Somebody actually made a list of this. And compared it. Jesus. Anyways, on to the better kind of news. It seems that Saints Row is getting a reboot. Because there was a teaser picture posted by Jeff Keighley. And apparently now it's on the website of Saints Row. It was a picture, well, very much reminiscent of everything about Saints Row. There's even the logo of Saints Row. And it says on the wall, rebooting. So, apparently... Opening night live at Gamescom, we are seeing the announcement for Saints Row Reboot. Hopefully, it'll be good. At the same time, Jeff Keighley also announced that Wednesday, they're going to have a world premiere at um, New Look at LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. This is basically the nine stories all put together. Given that it's a LEGO game, I'm actually very hopeful that the, you know, last free will be much better than what the freaking movie was. It's Lego. They make it kind of better. Hopefully it is. Also, Hideo Kojima said, Kinda make me want to create another adventure game. What makes you want to create an adventure game? We don't know. However, here's something for you to laugh at. A fan, Xbox fan apparently, went on and said that, Hey, did you not see that he has a cloud? And they said, okay, did you not see that Phil Spencer had a, uh, you know, Death Stranding thing behind him on the shelf? Did you not see the literal intent? He is working with Xbox! Really? This is the same kind of mind that made us think that, yeah, abandon the Silent Hills. Don't connect shit to shit to create a bigger shit. New Metroid Dread trailer, might contain spoilers, was revealed. And it looks good. I've watched the trailer when I was driving home and 
it looks amazing. I'm really excited for this, but... Where's Metroid Prime 4? How long are we gonna wait on that? Seriously. <laughs> Why? Huh. Why? This is bullshit. Why do we have to wait so long for that? Also, we had 15 minutes of No More Heroes free direct feed gameplay. Again, if you want to watch it, go to Nibel's Twitter. He posted all of this. So, it's pretty cool. Also, Pinhead is coming to Dead by Daylight. This game is really the hub for every horror fan, isn't it? Every kind of horror fan will find whatever they like in this game. I haven't played the game. I played it back when it came with my friends. It wasn't really that good. I think it was on PS Plus. That's how we played it. So no, that, I don't think that, that was how it came. No. Uh, sometime had passed. So then it was on PS Plus. But I think that back then nobody liked it. But now it seems to be really good. Anyways, Xbox Stereo headset was revealed. It looks really good, and if it is as good as the one that we previously had, then hopefully this will also be a very good headset, for at least for the price and for the consoles. So, if you want, go ahead, get it. A new Ace Combat game is in, collabor in development with collaboration with ILCA. The creators of Pokemon's Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And also, apparently Ace Combat 7 has also sold over 3 million units. Good for them. It deserves it. It deserves even more. I love that game. But I'm really excited to see what this new Ace Combat game is. Hopefully it's good. Also, if you have not played 12 minutes and are on the fence, go ahead and play it. Apparently, it's a very good game. People are loving the hell out of it, and they are saying it's one hell of an experience. So, do yourself a favor. Go ahead and play it. So, now let's see what else we have to talk about. And I will give me something. Oh, yeah, Ratchet and Clank are coming to Rocket League on PS5 for free on August 18th. Also coming to the PS5 version on the same day, apparently, is the quality mode, which is 4K 60 frames, and performance 120 FPS with 70% of 4K. Apparently, that means 1512. Okay, that's pretty dope. At least that means that they finally did it. They finally gave us the 120 FPS update. I don't know how it runs on Xbox Series X, so I'm gonna do a little bit of a quick search 100 FPS uh, Xbox Series X. I'm kind of curious. I want to see who's doing better. So Rocket League on Xbox Series X. So let's see quality. Is of course 4K 60 frames HDR pretty cool. Oh wow, same 1512. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was it. Hell yeah. So, um, same. Nobody's doing better. So console warriors, stop. Nobody's doing better than the other. They look the same. That's pretty cool to know. Uh, Rare has also revealed that Sea of Thieves just had its most active month ever 
in June with 4.8 million players thanks to the E-Pirates Live expansion. The expansion that featured Johnny Depp's character from Pirates of the Caribbean, Captain Jack Sparrow. That was pretty dope. So, yeah, congratulations to you guys. Uh, also, 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 let's see, what are we missing? Nibel, do you have anything else or should I go to my own places? Apparently, that was it. So now let's go to um, Reddit now. We're going to talk about some of the leaks that... Oh, wow. This is cool. I think I saved this? Let's see what this was. I think I wanted to talk about this. So let me just bring it up and see. Was it this? So there was a leak some time ago um, that they said they talked about um, the leaks of Valhalla and stuff like that. This is not that. But, eh, I'm going to find that. We're going to talk about that one day once I find it. Unfortunately, I I keep losing it. I don't know where do I bookmark it. But every time I do, I lose it again. So I got to find it and we're going to talk about this because it's awesome. And I don't know if it was actually accurate. So I'm really excited to go and um, check and see if it was basically accurate or not. So let's see what's going on on the reddit's gaming leaks and rumors rocket league apparently will be moved to unreal engine 5 not much of a surprise it would as is fortnite of course it's also moving to unreal engine 5 so if you're a fan of either one be happy they're moving that's pretty cool um we know this we know this oh I'm not going to talk about this one because I boycotted them. Boycotted them, sorry. Halo Infinite has a photo mode. Go nuts. <laughs> really, go nuts if you want. Okay. Gen oh, sorry, I forgot this. Genshin Impact is going to be the home of Aloy on September 1st. So if you're excited to play as Aloy, yeah, it's coming. Really cool. Uh, also, Doom Slayer's collection for Nintendo Switch is leaked by Best Buy and is apparently launching on September 2nd. Unfortunately, they haven't yet announced it, but it seems very much likely. I have seen some other places talk about this as well and even post a few leaked pictures. So it might be happening. Wolfenstein developer is working on a new AAA multiplayer game. The Machine Games is called. So it sucks that they're not continuing the Wolfenstein story, but I think that the... What was the other one? The Youngblood was technically a sequel. But I want to see something more with, you know, Blaskowitz. But I never played Youngblood and people say it's not really that good. So I don't know what to do. Oh boy. This is... Oh no. <laughs> this is If this is true, then a big L for Disney. Disney Classic Games Collection, Aladdin, The Lion King and Jungle Book has been rated for PC, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One and Xbox Series. So, not PlayStation 5? But regardless, why would anyone subjugate themselves to playing Lion King, the game that made my childhood miserable? If they had Hercules on there, I might consider it. And not even for 60 bucks, maybe 10 bucks, 20 bucks at most. These are stupidly old games. 
PS1 games? How do... I have no idea what they're doing. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Mm, there was one rumor here that I was really excited to talk about. Uh, that, oh, I talked about this. Yeah, so, no. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. This was one that I was really excited about. It's two of them. Civilization 7 might be in development according to a job listing. So, take it with a grain of salt. Because the job there's a job listing at Firaxis which says Firaxis is looking for a talented narrative lead to join our studio in developing our next AAA strategy title. Firaxis is always known and has always been known for creating Civilization. So that's the only strategy game I think they make. I'm not sure. So don't quote me on that. Um, but honestly, I don't know. I am really, really excited to see... Uh, Civilization 7 and if it is coming I hope that it's an amalgamation of everything good about Civilization 5 and 6 so that we may have the perfect Civilization game however having that would mean that we have another option here that technically puts the fandom into well another rift but still I think if it takes the good elements of 5, removes the bad elements, and mixes it with the great elements from 6, I think we'll have an amazing game on our hands. By that I mean that, like, have the, you know, Congress become even much, much better, because none of the Congresses in either game were perfect. But if you mix them, like, have the, you know, um, banning someone with, banning every country with, uh, having relations with another country that would be awesome and having an actual impact on the economy of that seeing unhappiness creating a much bigger impact compared to see because six you see that you see that the you know city starts to get away from the empire but that usually happens after an era let's see that happen before an era ends because that would be so cool having no um timer on the era would be really cool because that would be much more realistic because, you know, well, you're behind, you're behind. But maybe you can catch up and get, you know, ahead of everyone else. And having, you know, um, those um, wonders being placed wherever you want them and giving it a much more beautiful appeal. Um, maybe have much more um, natural uh, disasters. Like, for example, you know, volcanoes and stuff like that. They happen all the time in the games I play. But... Maybe more, like serious earthquakes that actually destroy the continent. Give the combat a little bit more versatility and everything. And um, work on those uh, science things. And, you know, maybe make a few sciences exclusive to a particular civilization because they have it, nobody else can have it. I don't know. Give it a bit more realism, but at the same time, make it exciting realism. Like... Take inspiration from realism. You don't need to make it absolutely real, but rather take some things like Civilization 5 and 6 takes and makes it fun to actually experience, but add a bit more to it and maybe change a few things that are really boring in the game. I mean, the games are actually really good on many grounds, but the fact is they're so different, and there's so many things I like in that game and this game that I can't really make up my mind on which one I want to play for now. Because they're both awesome. 
And honestly, overall, I would play the heck out of the fifth one. Because the fifth one seems better and better. As for the sixth one, pretty cool game, not gonna lie. But fifth one kicks his ass because, well, I have much more uh, experience playing them. As for a new Witcher game is in development, we don't know, but um, it's been said that maybe a new Witcher game is in development. We are not sure, but people are saying because of the, you know, um, job listings and all of that, maybe uh, it is in development. We don't know. However, Fortnite also, I forgot this, Fortnite is, has introduced a new imposter mode and everything that we know about this imposter mode looks very much like Among Us. And of course, Among Us Twitter actually replied to someone asking if this is a collaboration with them and they said, well, no. But it seems that it is a copy and paste. And you know, obviously they can't say that, yeah, you know, you copied us, but... You know, because this is like the werewolf game. It was always there, but the fact is that it looks very much like Among Us because the colors that are coming to Jonesy or um, map or the, you know, things that you should do, it looks very much like that. So that's why that many people are comparing it and saying that, yeah, this is probably a copy and paste from Among Us. So sorry, Fortnite, you should have done better. But people still like it, so yeah. Unfortunately, there was so many leaks from the Battlefield 2042 playtest. This has led to EA hunting down the people who are doing it, and they threatened that if they see this happening, they will, without a doubt, ban these players from ever playing Battlefield 2042. So if you are one of those leakers, and if you are listening to this, stop doing it because, well, Technically, they're going to ban you from ever playing the game that you are leaking. Maybe you don't care. Maybe you just want you just want clout and attention, but it's not really worth it because you know they say that you're going to be banned from 2042, but they can ban you from every other game they make. So it is not really worth it. Don't do it. I mean, they will obviously find out more and more, and honestly, I would never do that. So, also a little bit of a thought on FIFA 22. I'm not sure if I can actually give my thoughts without breaking any NDAs. The only thing that I will say is that it's really good. Much better than what we had. And um, if I get the green light from EA that I can actually talk about the uh, modes that I played and everything, I will give a full... um, I don't know, full episode talking about it because it deserves it. But yeah, um, the game looks absolutely great. And not just from 21, but rather let's say that, yes, there's a great improvement from for the FIFA series as a whole. So let's just put it this way. This is a great step into um, much better... Um, FIFA games in the future, hopefully. Netflix is also developing a Dishonored adaptation. Unfortunately, we don't know when it is coming, how it is coming, and um, not really sure about it, but apparently it is coming. And also, yeah, I forgot. Uh, Xbox got its 4K upgrade for the dashboard. However, they say that it's not yet finalized. They're still running it in kind of a testing. They want to see if it works out. So if you are part of their program, we can basically 
test these things out, test it out, and give them your honest feedback so that they can actually see it happen and come to everyone at some point. Jacko has been confirmed as second Guilty Gear Strife DLC character. And the funny thing is, the pose that she uses in the renders and you know, the game has become kind of a challenge for everyone on Twitter and everybody's doing it to see if they can actually do that pose. And let me just tell you guys, stop it. You're gonna break your backs doing this kind of pose. And I have no idea how some people actually do it. Some of them actually do it so close to the real thing. I just want to know, doesn't your back hurt after doing it? Because I would imagine that it would really, really hurt the way you have to do it. But it was so funny seeing people actually try it out. So, people, please don't do it. Please think of your back. And it's just funny to me how people are doing it. Uh, so, I think that was pretty much it. So, I'm just looking very quickly at everything that we had to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because these things happen to come, you know, from a week. So, sometimes, you know, lose track of them. But, very cool thing, very cool news. Apparently, according to someone called... How do you even pronounce this? Shepeshal? Shepeshal Nick? Um... The exclusive PS5 game made by From Software is more Souls-like than it is Elders, Elden Ring or Sekiro. So, if you like them, and if you like the games they make, yeah, well, good for you. Because uh, they're making it. They are... They're making it, and uh, it seems that it's going to be very much like Souls games. What's going on now? <laughs> as soon as I want to go out, people seeing something. Oh, wow. Okay. So we have some uh, news. So before we move that. Um, so what was I saying about the... Uh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. It's very much Souls-like. So maybe something to the effects of, you know, Bloodborne. I mean, when we say Souls-like, yeah. You can say Bloodborne was very much like in the style of Dark Souls when we saw it first. Before we played it and saw that, no, it's not. But at first it looked like that, so maybe that's what he means. Also, breaking news, Halo Infinite won't have campaign co-op or forge at launch. It will appear at a later date. And, uh... Oh, here we go, that's the August development developer's update. Tech preview overall is success, but they are aware of the issues in solving them. Already worked out year one roadmap post launch. Like we said, co op is not at launch and Forge is not at launch. No release date yet, but they will go for holiday 2021. We are hoping that it will come um, probably, I don't know, um, around the anniversary of Halo. It would make so much sense. Because Halo came at the, it was launched with um, Xbox, and it was a launch title. So it would be so, it would have been much more awesome if it launched with Series X. But now that it can't, why can't it launch on the anniversary of it? Um, it will have multiplayer and campaign season one at launch. The campaign is planned for campaign co-op is planned for season two. Forge planned for season three. Launch date announcement is pretty much soon. 
and they said that the season that they are going for is probably three months so this means that the season one will take three months after that season two comes which it's either three months after launch so or six months will be the campaign co-op and <laughs> some people are actually talking about the uh, most wanted game that we had with Need for Speed yeah that was an amazing game but before I finish some people are again talking about abandoned apparently I'm not sure what so give me a sec I want to see what they're talking about what happened that people are talking about it once more so no this is not that when you type in abandoned some weird shit comes on Twitter so <laughs> damn so no nothing nothing else comes this, this is a joke people saying that Hassan is trending and it's actually because of somebody else called Hassan is a content creator but people thought it's about abandoned and how he <laughs> uh, crazy stuff so that's it thank you guys for joining I hope you enjoyed this episode that was informative and I know this one was actually really long um, forgive me if I talked a lot and I hope to see you guys very soon on the next one the anime episode, we have to talk about the new My Hero Academia and Dragon Ball. I really wanted to make an episode much sooner, but the manga came a little bit late. So, yeah. That's it. So, I'm super excited to see you guys on Monday. Hopefully, it will be Monday. There will be no delays. I am very sorry if there will be any delays. But I'm hoping I won't be. So thank you guys for joining and I will see you guys very soon.